Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Continue to move out. The mass exodus from New York State, downstate, mid-Hudson, New Jersey, Connecticut, eastern Pennsylvania continues even during this heat wave because of the poor quality of life, the high crime, the high taxes, the high cost of living. We could go on and on, the lousy public school system, on and on and on. But now let's look at what for many years was considered a slice of the pie that was all good and not bad. Matzo Pizza Park. Little small slice, right? Matzo Pizza Park Village. You're a village because you get to excise a special tax as opposed to Matzo Pizza and the other towns that make up Nassau County. And then all of a sudden, remember, it was just a day ago that the district attorney investigating uh, architect Rex for the many uh, crimes that he committed, the many murders of prostitutes, and I don't doubt there'll be more to come, uh, announced that they're no longer going to be searching um, his uh, broken-down ramshackle house, that they're turning it back over to the family, it was mentioned that the mayor of uh, Matzo Pizza, uh, the village, Matzo Pizza Park, uh, actually wanted to buy it, wanted the village to buy it and then take a wrecking ball to it. It's probably likely what's going to happen. But I was shocked when I was listening to Noam Layden. Well, like what, 48 hours after uh, the authorities are starting to clear out from the dig site there because they dug up everything. But Noam's report was that the police commissioner of Nassau County, Patrick J. Ryder, is ordering the cops to pull everyone over who's driving through the area to sort of like get a look at this uh, dump of a house in the middle of Matzo Pizza Park Village. And write them up $125 tickets. And Nassau County Police have started ticketing drivers who slow down to look at Heuerman's Massapequa Park home. Nassau County Police Commissioner Patrick Roger telling Sid on Sid and Friends in the Morning that people on Heuerman's block want their lives back. Village of Massapequa Park, it put up signs of no stopping, no no standing. So you can, that means you cannot stop, you cannot stand. 
The idea of it is that there are residents that live in and about and around that area. And, you know, they, they want to go back to letting their kids ride the bike down the street. People stopped yesterday, say they got tickets, 125 bucks each. $125? What is this guy, a fascist? Hey, Lou, you can't stop, you can't look, you can't drive your car through. They're going to put up a Checkpoint Charlie there, and they're going to clip you for $125. Because they want to return to a better quality of life. Well... We continue our investigation as to how many complaints were made against architect uh, Rex, who was seen on his porch, uh, his broken-down porch, uh, supported by plywood, watching a big TV, then going into his yard, chopping wood, digging holes, and burning garbage. And we can't get a response from uh, Massapequa Park Village, the mayor there, Nassau County Police, Nassau County authorities, uh, they act as if there were never any complaints made, and I doubt that highly. I think this is just part of an overall cover-up, which is nonsensical, because you got to believe that people in the area were complaining morning, noon, and night. Then uh, the police commissioner, Pat Ryder of Nassau County, told Sid that the purpose of cops lurking about, ready to entrap you and hit you uh, with that uh, ticket, Again, is that quality of life? You guys, your, your, your officers in Nassau County, uh, kind of uh, lurking, if you will, around the house of the alleged Gilgo killer, Rex Urim in, in Massapequa Park, and uh, kind of waiting there to give people tickets who are stopping by to take a look at the house. Any truth to that? And then so we're go- not lurking. We are actually positioned there. And, and our purpose is to give back that quality of life to the residents of Massapequa. Yeah, well, guess what? For what, 13 years, nobody seemed to care that that house was deteriorating, that you had a crazy guy living there, Rex the Architect, who was given licenses by the Nassau County Police Department for 300 guns. These were all legal guns and not illegal guns. Nobody seemed to care then. Now all of a sudden, oh, well, we care about everything. And then he said this is not going to become a Amityville Horror House location. This is not going to become the next Amityville Horror House. Now, let me, uh, Lou, if I remember correctly, that was back about 1974, 75, close to 50 years ago. I remember the reports. Ronald DeFeo was in his 20s, had left for work, came back from work, uh, and I think it was 112 Ocean Avenue or 108, somewhere. I passed there. People are still passing there close to 50 years later. There's never been any Suffolk County cops out there saying you can't pass by, you can't roll by slowly, you can't take pictures, you can't stand there and gawk. Never heard of anything like this. Hey, they're still doing it at the uh, house in Brentwood where O.J. decapitated his former wife and her boyfriend. Still to this day. Never heard of anything like this. This is almost fascistic. Ah, it's not going to be like Amityville Horror House. <laughs> and then he says that the media, that's right, Noam Laden, pay attention to this. Uh, James Flippin, pay attention to this. You're not welcome uh, to come by the house any longer and continue to do your deep dives. The, the media has been great with us. You know, they've been cooperative. We've given them the time to video the front of the house. They don't need to keep taking the same picture of the same house. It's not going to change. What do you mean it's not going to Who are you to determine what the media can do and can't do? I've never heard of anything like this in America. The media has a continued responsibility to go back to that house 
to continue to talk to neighbors, to continue to dig for information that you clearly, Patrick J. Ryder, police commissioner on Nassau County, don't want us to have, nor the heads of some of the agencies that should have been doing due diligence, like the Buildings Code Enforcement Agency in Nassau County. They're supposed to be checking up on these uh, kinds of things. Apparently, they don't have a record of anyone ever complaining. I think you wiped it clean. The village of Mansa Park claims they don't have a record of any complaints, and they're supposed to be going in and out of the village on a regular basis. That's why there's a special tax uh, to the residents. And there's no record of them doing that or filing any kind of complaints. Or did you just wipe it all clean because Architect Rex is an untouchable? And whereas, uh, Lou, you're going on vacation uh, tomorrow, I do expect Sid, who gave a softball interview to Patrick J. Ryder, police commissioner of Nassau County, tomorrow to follow up and demand an immediate uh, apology to me for the vicious letter that he sent here to WABC demanding that I make a retraction on the air in what he claimed were making derogatory comments about the men and women of the Nassau County Police Department. No, it wasn't them. It was you and your county executive, Bruce Blakeman, claiming that I was anti-cop. And then he puts, uh, as part of his vicious letter against me, where they were looking to get me fired, looking to get me suspended. There's no doubt about that. He says it's instructive to note that Mr. Sliwa is a liar and has a record of hating cops. And yet Sid completely ignored this. So tomorrow at 7.05, I know you're going to be away, Lou, right out of the box. Hey, Sid, you got the back of the police commissioner in Nassau County who disparaged me, who comes on every morning, Monday through Friday from 7.05. And let's see if Sid is a man's man and stands up to Patrick Ryder and demands an apology from him to me or actually is in agreement with him. Like, what the hell we were talking about Suffolk County? I didn't need to hear from Patrick J. Ryder, Commissioner of Police of Nassau County. And yet he's the one who stepped up front. He's the one who sent the vicious letter. He's the one who demanded that I retract what I was saying on the air. Hey, Patrick J. Ryder, who the hell are you other than an appointee of a county executive, Bruce Blakeman, who can't even chew gum and think at the same time? This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. Underway, underway, underway. Papa Chulo, once again, has held a press conference. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Wearing his uh, Pablo Escobar $5,000 customized suits when Escobar was the head of the Medellin cartel. He never had customized suits that expensive, that good, all silk, no cotton. By the way, presents uh, from Frank uh, Caron. His corrupt uh, former chief of staff, campaign manager, and fundraiser, who gave him $350,000 in cash to buy all those suits, because where did he get that loot? But let's continue on, because yesterday he was dropping illegal aliens everywhere in Queens. Single, male, able-bodied, illegal aliens. 
City of New York announced that they were going to put a thousand single able bodied male illegal aliens into a facility right next to Creedmoor, the psychiatric state facility that covers the neighborhoods of Fresh Meadows, Hollis Hills, Oakland Gardens, Glen Oaks, Bell Rose, Floral Park, and Queens Village. That's a vibrant community. A lot of Democrats, but a lot of Republicans, quite a few of the people there elected me for mayor and not Eric Adams. There have been hints that they wanted to put up a tent for a 1,000 in Creedmoor. Uh, last week, the elected officials who were Democrats met, and they got bumpkiss, they got ugats, because the mayor once again decided, tough noogies, I'm in charge, and I'll do whatever the hell I want to do because there's a lot of money to be made from the illegals, all the ancillary kickbacks. We're going to get into that momentarily. So today at uh, approximately half an hour, 1 o'clock, I will be uh, jamming out of here to join uh, the residents of those communities outside of the SNAP Center on Hillside Avenue to protest against the 1,000 single, able-bodied male illegal aliens they're going to be put there to live in a tent with nothing to do, nowhere to go. And you know that's a recipe for double trouble. That's Creedmoor, right? Now, you think, hey, maybe we put the emotionally disturbed persons in Creedmoor, 70% vacancy in the psychiatric facility. You think maybe we utilize the unused space inside of Creedmoor to care for the many emotionally disturbed persons. That ain't happening. Kathy Crimewave Holcomb won't even address that issue. It's a state facility, but she's more than happy to house illegal aliens. And you know what's going to happen. For sale signs will go up in Queens Village, Floral Park, Glen Oaks, Bell Rose, the surrounding communities, because that'll be it. That'll be the straw that breaks their back, high taxes, poor quality of life, uh, lowered uh, expectations from the public schools, another reason. And most of the homeowners, most of the folks who live out there are white ethnics and Asians. And so they are growing force to be dealt with Asians. And now just as they're beginning to move in and buy up the houses and flex their political power, they're going to be driven out by Eric Adams, who said, well, they didn't vote for me. They voted for Sliwa, so woofa to them. That's at 1 o'clock. Then Lou... At 8 o'clock, another neighborhood in Queens, another neighborhood that then I vote for Eric Adams. They voted for me instead. Uh, this will take place tonight at 8 p.m. outside of the old St. Agnes High School, 1320, 124th Street in College Point. It's closed, and they claimed they were going to make a public high school out of it in 2026. All lies, all lies. And they bamboozled Vicky Palladino and other elected officials, told them it's not going to happen, and they said it will happen. Upwards of 600, anywhere from 300 to 600, illegal aliens, males, single, able-bodied males, will be housed there with nothing to do and nowhere to go. And that's going to be a recipe for double trouble. So please come out. I'm going to be at both demonstrations. you got to stay and fight for what you know is right. You can't allow Eric Adams to basically take out the bulldozer and force you all to sell or force you all to leave or to give up your rentals or your leasing and get the hell out of New York City and New York State. Now, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. And it's interesting because last night it was a bipartisan event taking place right in Astoria 
in Athens Park, which is at 30th Avenue and 31st Street. I remember it years ago. It was a bad park. It was set, they called uh, 17 Park, right next to the public school, public school 17. Then they invested a lot of money. It's a throwback to Athenian times. It's a gorgeous park. And it was to uh, be a commemoration for Tony Bennett, who just recently died. He was the Astoria kid. First off, none of the elected socialist officials showed up, even though Tony Bennett's politics was so close to AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her mini-me's. I mean, you almost could have called Tony Bennett a socialist. None of them showed up, and yet they represent the area. I showed up uh, to meet and greet people there starting at 7 o'clock. A lot of older people who grew up with Tony Bennett in the neighborhood, they had memories to share. I would say mostly Italian, Greeks, and Puerto Ricans. And I was there with our candidate, Kelly Klingman, who is running against Tiffany Caban, the socialist who has helped destroy Astoria. So things were really going well. And then all of a sudden, Lou, they uh, had entertainment was provided by the NYPD Jazz Band, about 25 men and women, all cops, all strapped, all who had weapons. And I scratched my head and said, I never heard of them. They ought to be out on patrol with all the crime going on in the city, especially in Astoria of late. You even have guys going into uh, the Walgreens with torches and torching out the objects from behind the glass encased closures. They should have been out on patrol. And so, Lou, they were supposed to be playing tunes of Tony Bennett, right? It's the whole idea. You're commemorating Tony Bennett. They were playing tunes of Frank Sinatra, Rihanna. They were playing salsa, merengue, everything but Tony Bennett. So they took a break. And then I went over to the band leader and I said, hey, guy, you know, this is a commemoration for Tony Bennett. The people here are expecting Tony Bennett songs. He goes, Curtis, we, we, we don't know any Tony Bennett song. So what the hell were they doing there? I mean, nice gesture, but do we really need an NYPD jazz band? Don't you think they would be better served uh, in the police department by putting aside their instruments and whatever jazz songs they have memorized and going out on patrol and patrolling? City is in desperate need of uniformed police officers on patrol. But that being what it was, they took a break. And at 8 o'clock, I headed out. Uh, the mayor was supposed to show up, and he eventually did show up at 8.30. And he walked in, and he had people there from Astoria, some who liked him, uh, some who didn't like him. And then there was this Maria Lynch. She's in her 70s, senior citizen, originally from El Salvador, uh, has been a community organizer in Astoria for quite some time, a power to be dealt with in Queens. Everybody respects Maria Lynch. She was there with her friends, all pretty much in the same age range in their 70s. They had heard what was happening in Creedmoor with the announcement earlier in the day, Mayor Adams saying he was going to ship a 1,000 single, able-bodied, illegal alien men to the Creedmoor facility. And I want you to listen to the audio, and uh, some of it uh, you could clearly hear. Some of it may be a little garbled. I'll explain to you. Uh, the context of the discussion as Maria Lynch approached the mayor who was working the crowd. Why are you treating illegal aliens better than you're treating Americans? Why are you treating illegal aliens better than you're treating Americans? 
Then he disrespected her and walked away. Uh, for those of you who couldn't hear clearly, uh, this is what was said. Maria Lynch approaches the man who's working the crowd in Athens Park, and she says, why are you treating illegals better than Americans? Why are you destroying this city with illegals? And then Eric Adams responded, you have an accent. And then Maria Lynch said, I live and work here. I never asked for a dime. And then Eric Adams responded to her, migrants don't want to ask for money. Don't want to ask for money. At the Milford Plaza, when they didn't like the food they were being served, which were bagels with the schmear and other foods, they protested, and the mayor folded on their demands and brought in uh, beans and rice and pork chops to put on top. They call that con arroz habituelas with uh, chuletas. Some of them wanted mangu, mofongo, those are Puerto Rican dishes and Dominican dishes, and whatever they want to get. So don't tell me, Mr. Mayor, that they they don't want to ask for money. You have no vetting process. You are putting single, able-bodied males into communities where there's nothing to do, nothing, nowhere for them to go other than to get into double trouble. And you see the headlines that are happening in other parts of Manhattan, which is bulging with these illegal aliens. You saw what happened at 110th Street. Uh, They were rampaging through the streets on their mopeds, attacking African-American citizens there. That happened Sunday morning. I did the video of the black uh, woman, the African-American woman, sleeping on a bench, park bench, at the northern lip of uh, Central Park, just two blocks away. A lot of African-Americans complaining, look, we're sleeping out in the streets. Uh, we're homeless. Some of us veterans, we're sleeping on park benches. Why do you provide these illegal aliens with everything they want? Housing, health care, just like Maria Lynch would say. And he flipped her off. And the other headlines, a large crowd of illegals are being let into the Roosevelt Hotel after laying out on the streets for hours. It's exactly what Bo Dito was talking about to Sid Rosenberg earlier when he passed by the Roosevelt Hotel. Here's another headline. Fed up New York City businesses sound off as migrant crisis causes chaos in the street. Hit shops, wallets, enough is enough. That's all throughout Midtown. They're a menace, and there's no security, and there's no additional cops. I mean, you say to yourself, what the hell are you doing to our city? And supposedly, uh, Eric Adams... Swagger man with no plan is going to be meeting with Hakeem Jeffries, who they say soon will be the Speaker of the House when the Democrats are in the majority. They're meeting with the head of uh, Homeland Security, Mayorkas, 
Uh, Eric Adams is claiming he needs more money, and then all of a sudden he's also going to Houston. Now, what the hell is he going to Houston for? He needs to keep his ass here in this city. He's not doing the job. All he's doing is destroying more and more neighborhoods by basically saying, tough noogies, you don't have a say. That's why if you happen to be in these neighborhoods that I mentioned, man, you got to get out there. You got to demonstrate. I know they're announcing this when they know there's going to be a hundred degree heat. They know that it's going to prevent people from coming out and demonstrating. But I'm getting out there as soon as this program is over. Come on, join me right there on the grounds of Creedmoor on Hillside Avenue outside the SNAP Center. At 1 p.m., the demonstration and rally starts. They're going to be putting a 1,000 single able-bodied male illegals there under a tent. A neighborhood is not going to be able to deal with that in Queens Village, Floral Park, Glen Oaks, Belrose. Fresh metals, you'll be selling your homes as a result. And then tonight at 8 o'clock in College Point, St. Agnes High School. Many of you probably went to St. Agnes High School or the female members of your family went there. It's now closed. The city said it was going to open up a public high school in 2026. Yeah, ma That's at 13-2024th Street. The demonstration and rally will be led by Councilwoman Vicky Palladino, who represents that area. She's opposed to this, as I am. They're going to drop upwards of 600 single illegal alien, able-bodied males into that facility. There's nothing to do out there. What are they going to do all day? And you know who's supporting the effort? AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the socialist that she's in charge of, and her newfound friend who wants to unseat Vicky Palladino as the city councilwoman out there, Tony Avella. Yeah, they now have signs that say, socialist for Tony Avella. Hey, Tony. You supporting this destruction of the neighborhood? Uh, Maybe you'll come to the rally tonight. I'll be there. Will you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Well, I've never seen such blowback, ladies and gentlemen, in all my years, 35 years of talk radio. The listeners have responded to Sid and his friends in the morning. They don't want to hear about UFOs between 6 and 10. They say that's theater of the mind for overnights. And yet Sid has been entrapped into talking about UFOs and his ratings are dropping like a rock. You know, we can tell based on 15-minute intervals. And it's all because of the Mama Luke Frank Morano. In fact, listen to Sid earlier today. I'm going to come clean right now to you, folks. What a waste of a day in Congress. There are so many issues in this country. I am so tired of this UFO discussion. It's stupid. Show me one. Just show it to me. You got a bunch of aliens at Area 51? Let's see it. You know? I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in UFOs. 
I believe in taxes. I feel it. I believe in crime. I dodge it. Stop with this other nonsense. Stop it. A it, whole day in Congress, all these important figures, you got a president booking this country out of millions of dollars, and you're going to talk about UFOs and biologics? Are you nuts? He's absolutely correct. And yet clearly, um, for the second day in a row, it was Sid destroying this great morning program that he's built, number one in the tri-state area, killing the competition. And he talks about UFOs. And even a lifelong listener and friend of his, Bodito, said that he had to turn it off today, believe it or not, to WOR, Women's Only Radio. How do you put that friggin' moron on with the flying saucers? The fact He's been on two days in a row. No, the fact of the matter is, I turned him on one time I was driving out to the Hamptons. I almost hit a friggin' pole <laughs> with these flying saucers. What does he have, seven people that listen to him streaming in there? This guy thinks he knows everything. I'm tired. We're dying here. I was by the Roosevelt Hotel yesterday. 300 Mexicans or wherever the hell they come from, knapsacks, luggages, and we're worried about flying saucers. If they come here, let's meet them. Maybe they'll be good. But I don't want to hear it. I actually had to turn on Lennon, that gutter guy. Oh, no. I turned on Lennon Michael. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Just does not want to hear about UFOs. And again, Radio 101, you never discuss UFOs at that time. You never, in the morning, 6 to 10, you're going to have, nobody's going to listen to your radio program. And yet I told Sid two days in a row, enough, you're killing your listeners. I'm looking at the stream, it's going down. Bo Dito, for the first time, turned on women's only radio, WOR. And let he lets Frank go on and on like a male yenta. And if he keeps doing this, Sid, man, your you talk radio program's going to sink like a rock. Okay, so this is really, really big, right? This is not at all no, like it's, no, it's two, not really big. two previous rounds of you. UFO hearings that we had heard, which were uh, kind of a big let, letdown and totally anticlimactic. So wait a second. I want to hear that again, Lou. We've had two previous hearings on the Hill about UFOs that bombed. And yet, here's Frank Morano continuing to lobby Sid to have him on to discuss in the mornings a topic that nobody wants to hear. It's created for overnight radio, UFOs. Listen to even Frank admitting the two previous hearings bombed. Okay, so this is really, really big, right? This is not at all no, like it's, no, it's two, not really big. two previous rounds of you. UFO hearings that we had heard, which were uh, kind of a big let, letdown and totally anticlimactic. Now, to the audience at WABC, Bo was right, Sid was right. There were so many things going on. Why the hell did Sid get bamboozled into talking about UFOs two days in a row. I'm looking at the stream. The numbers are crashing. They're down. Bodito turning it off and turning on to WOR, something he never did before. I beg you, I beseech you out there to save Sid Rosenberg from himself after all of his hard work to become number one. He intends on doing this for a while, to talk about UFOs. Nobody cares in the morning. Six to ten. Nobody cares about UFOs. Would you please let Sid know before he ends up destroying this great thing 
that he and Bernard started to create years ago that he inherited solo and brought to the top. 